Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Welcome to the Lady Eighty Show. This podcast is about books. Anything about books, from reading them, writing them, to publishing them, from the technical detail of how to get your dream book onto the shelves of your local bookshop, to talking about the first book you ever read and the pleasure of reading with children. Are you a lover of books? Then listen on. Here today at the Hursley Park, which is in Hampshire, and we're at the Book Literary Festival. But even better than that, I'm talking to the organiser of the festival, Glenn Salter. It's a beautiful summer's day. We've got cricket going in the background, so you might hear some occasional claps and cheers, but that will just be very British. Now, the thing I want to talk to Glenn about is not about the festival, which has been wonderful, but actually about his time as an author and the fact that he is known by two names. And the other name, you're more known by in the book world is Simon Fairfax. So I'd like to ask you, why did you choose a pen name? I chose a pen name because when I first started writing, I was still working full time as a surveyor. I'm a commercial property surveyor. And the reason I chose Simon Fairfax is that he was sort of a hero of mine. He was a real life character from the English Civil War. And I chose him because he was favoured by both sides, parliamentary and roundheads. So when I used to get into buildings where I shouldn't be when I was a commercial surveyor, I needed a name to blag my way in so no one could know I'd been there and I chose the name of Simon Fairfax and I had business cards made up so when I blagged my way into buildings to try and find information on them I shouldn't have been there no one could trace me back and I used that name I didn't realise there was espionage in your real life as well books that is has it worked having a pen name? yes it has I mean I looked at the various options and Glenn Salter, my mother got cross at this, but Glenn Salter didn't sound very dramatic or, or, or sort of uh, dashing. And Simon Fairfax, even before I started writing, it was quite funny. I talked to people and they'd say, oh, Simon Fairfax, I've heard of you before. And I thought, no, you haven't because I haven't used it at all. But they immediately associated with the SF. It sounded Simon Fairfax, much older than Glenn Salter, which doesn't sound half as dashing as Simon Fairfax. James Bond. Exactly. Kind of. And the other thing is I can do the old fashioned F from his signature, which is not like a modern F. So I had to practice 
practice a lot and I start off, it's like a reverse pound sign, so you go along with a great big loop and down and I copied Simon Fairfax's Fairfax from his original documentation for the signature. Are there Simon Fairfax societies? I don't know, that's a very good question. I never looked into it because I don't want them to find out about me and say I can't use his name. Well, that's what I wondered. Not that you can't use the name because that's not copyrighted in any way. I've spoken to other authors who have used real-life historical people in their novels, sometimes said something nasty about them. And before they know it, they've got all this fan mail saying, how dare you say that about so-and-so? And the most obscure person can have this little society that is really fanatical about them. I've never even thought about it, or, or, or I don't want to. I'm just going to brush that one away and not even go near that one, because all I know is that I've never said anything bad about Simon Fairfax, only good things, so I'm delighted about it. The whole idea of having a pen name is quite intriguing when an author has to make that decision. Do I go with my real name or my pen name? And I know some authors actually have had a pen name for a while and then they want to revert back to their real name and it's caused quite a lot of confusion, not surprisingly. But you're quite determined that this is the avenue you're going down. Yeah, I've got to stay wedded to it and it's become apparent. A couple of times I've actually started turning around and flicking my head to Simon now, which is strange after 60 years on the planet of being called Glenn and then suddenly I now turn around and I respond to Simon. But it is odd. But I am wedded to it because I want to create a persona for it, a bit like Lee Child or people like that. They're not their real names. And they've still stuck with this. And I think it's quite fun to be like that and to have the Simon Fairfax persona and then Glenn Salter in the background. So I'm quite happy. The only time I might change this is I'm going to do a one-off novella, which is set in the 1970s about a person growing up in the 1970s, based around the influence of soul music, growing up in the 70s, for everything that meant that people who didn't do will not understand, but they might, just might use my real name for that. Please tell me, will your character be a northern soul dancer within this? Uh, yeah, the, the character will It will be almost autobiographical, and he will, because soul music, northern soul music, played such a part in my life when I was growing up. It defined, unlike today, it was very tribal, the music system, and it defined who you were, who you went round with, how you dressed, everything. It was your be and end all. So even to the dress code and what you, and I mean strictly to the dress code of what you wore, to how you chose who, the girls you went round with, the guys, the gangs you went with, everything was all about the music. It defined you, unlike today. Right, well that is something to really look forward to. <laughs> but in the meantime, if a new author was coming on and they had to say, do I have a pen name or not? What advice would you give or your top five tips about pen name? I think, first of all, the one thing that authors want to do is sell books. And you have to honestly look at your name, take your ego aside for the moment and say, if I'm called John Smith, does that sound cool? No. If you're called something unusual, yes. And then you have to say, does that name resonate with the kind of books that I'm trying to sell? So if you were trying to sell crime thrillers and your name was Flimsy Limsy or something like that, it wouldn't be a great thing to do. But if your name was Archibald Zenon or something, that has sort of a ring and it's quite hard. So I think you have to try and think about the image that a name creates. So people might say that's a load of rubbish, but it's not because people automatically associate names with how they perceive a person ought to be before they even meet them. So if someone is called, I don't know, Sophie Ponsington Smythe, you're probably going to think that that person is upper crust, well-bred, or something like that. If they're called something else, you're probably going to assume a different direction. So if you're writing classy books, you want a classy name. If you're writing gritty thrillers, you want a rough, gritty name. If you're writing romances, maybe Sophie Carswell-Smith is a great name to choose. Is there any downside about a pen name? 
Yes, because there's immense confusion. So when people call me Simon, because that's what they know, and then when they say, ask for something, or they want a bank account number, they say, but it's in the name of Glenn Salter. And I say, yes, that's actually my real name. And then they have to ask why, and then you go through. So you have to keep explaining it, and you decide whether you explain the full version like I've given you, or whether you decide the abbreviated version that's not like that. And it's so uh, that's the downside. And also, I suppose, particularly with family and parents, there's a certain amount of pride going through that says, do you know what, I'd like to be known that the Glenn Salter of the little chap that went to a secondary modern school in Worcester has actually managed to produce three books rather than Simon Fairfax. I know there are big names like Nora Roberts. She also has another name for her mystery. Different genres tells you that whether it's going to be a romance or whether it's going to be a thriller romance. I think that's clever. I think it is good to do that. And I know that even people like Agatha, Agatha Christie and indeed Jane Austen used different names for different things so that some of their books were going through like that. And I know some female authors, particularly back in the day, if they were writing harder genres, they would definitely turn around and use, say, a letter and then their surname. So you couldn't identify them as a female because there is a prejudice or was a prejudice against female authors, say, writing, I don't know, blur them up, shoot them, that kind of thing, because it was perceived that they didn't know necessarily as much about a guy that may have experienced that sort of thing who got into fights and experienced how it all works. And I think using that can be an advantage, a distinct advantage using that sort of non plume. It's interesting, isn't it? Because I know I was talking to an author recently who actually she says, well, I'm really a man when I write because she wants to write from the male viewpoint so she couldn't actually put a female name on it. I understand. And, um, and she, but, you know, but she says it's just part of my imagination and that is absolutely fine. Strange enough, I, I read an eclectic mix and I actually love surprisingly um, Regency Romance and I promised my wife I'm going to write a Regency Romance book now if I do that I may change Simon Fairfax I don't know to something else because Simone Fairfax and maybe Simone Fairfax to do that <laughs> so I, I might write because I really love the genre I love the genre of Regency Romance and I also like the period so I might tone it down a bit for that Fantastic well thank you so much for your time and thank you very much Glenn Salter and Simon Fairfax Thank you very much indeed I hope you enjoyed this podcast about books each aspect of a book is such a passion for me. Remember, if you've got a book inside you, perhaps a dream to write a book, then I can help you make this a reality. I run an author mentoring program, which takes you through every stage from the initial idea, coaching you through the writing, editing and cover production and all the other elements until you are ripping open the parcel to see your published book for the first time. There's nothing quite like holding your own book in your hands. Limited applications are open throughout the year. Contact me on lady at ladyady.com. Don't forget the E in lady, L-A-D-E-Y, because I'm not a real one. Or go to the website ladyady.com. Let's see if we've got a match to make your dream, your book, come true. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.